I should ask, actually. I didn't get in a fist fight with a 75-year-old for the fourth consecutive day. Did you? Don't try to go to meeting me uh, during that time frame. I am unavailable. Vicious, assaulting people right there in broad daylight. It's not often that the word enveloped is used appropriately, but Jordan Davis enveloped that man. And you had done like a biometric scan searching for Keyshawn Vaughn's body? You wouldn't have found it. Supermarket sweeped by putting his right arm out there and running down, throwing all items into the cart. There's not there's not ten people listening to this podcast that ha- that know that have ever seen the show Supermarket Sweep. Hey, you get beat out somewhere, transfer portal's there to hold you like a mother who is suckling with her child. That's what the transfer portal is like. Just make a pact to never use the word suckling again. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs, so let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. And today is still a day where we have not gotten in a fistfight with 75-year-olds. Daniel, I I should ask, actually. I didn't get in a fistfight with a 75-year-old for the fourth consecutive day. Did you? I also did not get into a fight no matter how provoked we've been we've still still undefeated in not getting in a fist fight with elderly men uh good on good on you congratulations Glenn. same same to you uh and we still uh the twitter followers that are out there that need the support group of the fine paul feinbaum show i have yet to lay eyes on it or read anything so i need you to stay strong as well dog nation uh, take solidarity together. Don't don't take the bait of Paul Bama fanboy Feinbaum. I think I'm like 800 days clean and sober from Paul Feinbaum. Yeah. So I'm just I'm I'm really living my best life over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it uh, it is it's a day early for us. Yeah, we normally uh record this podcast on Wednesday night. It's currently Tuesday night, but we've got some scheduling conflicts but are we the kind of guys that are gonna let scheduling conflicts get in the way of the podcast clint i ask you uh that kind of sounds like when his, people his... i work with ask me hey we need a we need a retreat can we get away friday night into saturday and i tell them i have obligations i've got all the obligations don't right. do not try to uh zoom me in to that don't don't try to go to meeting me uh, no. during that time frame i am unavailable i am off the clock um uh, no we are we are here to record um uh, we've got more thoughts on uh georgia football uh we got more vandy thoughts i don't know do you have murray state thoughts clint i don't i, don't. I have i have a grand total of zero Murray State thoughts. We, we will get into at least the line of the Murray State game. We will discuss the Murray State game. Uh, we've got locks for you, as always. That's what we do yeah. during this episode. Um, get to, get them to you a day early, just so you can, you know, you need a little extra time. To, well, the line to moves. Stew on them. I don't know if you mm-hmm. know that the line moves because one of the locks that I can't give out that I already took, we'll get to. Speaking mm-hmm. of Vandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, lines are moving, people. So lines if you are like moving. a line, get in there quick. Uh, Daniel, speaking of Vandy and speaking of lines and speaking of continually dwelling on uh, excellency, did you rewatch the Georgia game? I did. I did. I How was it the second time or third time around? Uh, second time, I was kind of, I was kind of speeding through it. I was looking for things. So you know, like I was watching. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wanted to see that fumble. If you were in the stadium, then you know that that Kiaris Jackson fumble did not look like a fumble. 
So I was looking for that fumble. It was a fumble. It turns it out it was an absolute fumble. Yeah. Uh, I was looking for that Zamir White run. I was looking for. Uh, I was looking for some some close ups of Cade Mays just absolutely obliterating some people. Good golly, he was vicious, assaulting people right there in broad daylight for everybody Daniel, to see. Daniel, quick question. Uh, and this is a, this is a sincere question, and it's one game into the season, and I know we have Andrew Thomas. I, okay. I get that. Okay. Is Cade Mays the best lineman on our team? I don't think so. Not yet. I don't think so yet. I think. I mean, don't sleep on this kid's. This is a true sophomore we're talking about here. I, like we're. This is he's got room. He's got room to grow, but I don't think. I, I mean, I don't think I'd call him that yet, but, but man, oh man, uh, yeah, the guy, the guy is just so big, and so angry, and so, oof, gosh, it's something, it's something to behold. Um, I'm also, by the way, 800 days since the last time I watched Paul Feinbaum. It's been, it's been three days. Since the last time I called Solomon Kinley Aubrey Solomon, and so I'm still. It has been. Now, st- uh, if you had not listened to the previous podcast and want to hear Daniel do a couple gaffes, there's plenty of that. I think there's 83 episodes and counting of that. I mean, we're not yeah. <laughs> like you don't. You don't have to go deep into the archives to hear you me know, when- say something stupid. Whenever people come to the podcast to listen to us, um, I always want to give them a caveat. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into, right? Like, this isn't we're not we're not this Seth. Is, this is us. We're, this is this is who we are. And I mean, we put the little disclaimer right there at the beginning of every show. You know, we do. Like, we just we, make we, sure. we are who we 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 are who you thought we were. You know, okay? you need to get Herm on the phone, and he'll and tell you, you. And you let us off the hook. Yes. You, you let us off the hook. Um Yeah. I rewatched the I rewatched the Vandy game the third time I watched it. First time uh-huh. was live, second second rewatch. Uh I went through you know, I just watched it as normal. And I didn't develop any I didn't really develop any new takes. Did you develop any new takes as you rewatched it? Anything Anything jump out at you? I was I was pl- more pleased than I remember myself being live, rewatching it, because I just felt like that was my, sort of my general takeaway was that all of the stuff that went against us was just was either a factor of us making dumb decisions like yeah. grabbing people by the face mask, or uh, was was a product of us, you know, running six plays in the entire second half. Uh, so yeah, no, no, no groundbreaking takeaways. What about what about from you? Um, my my biggest takeaway is, uh, and this may be the story of the year on the defense that we think could be historic. Uh, there may be a quote best player on the D. Every other week, we may be having the power rankings change depending on the previous week. Because uh, I went back and watched some – I tried to isolate Aziz. Because, Daniel, I, I don't know if you know Aziz Ojolari, but uh, – I've heard of him. Which I know you do, by the way. I've heard of him, yeah. You've heard of him. He, he can play. Uh, that guy is absolutely vicious off the edge. Uh, and the more I watch of him, the more I'm thinking to myself, my gosh, maybe maybe I slept on him too much. Maybe my Nakobe Dean love is far, far too premature. And uh, Aziz is coming for that number one spot of the power ranking defensive player. Yeah, interesting. I was gonna I was gonna kind of ask you, piggyback off that. What um I think we had one sack in this game. We had one. Aziz and Channing Tindall combined for it. Yeah. We had two tackles for loss in this game. That was one. And then Jordan Davis had a tackle for a loss. 
So Trey, uh, Trayvon's wasn't a tackle for loss. Was it for no gain? Might uh, I think it was for no? I don't think it was for no. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it fell into the tackle for loss category. Jordan yeah. Davis, though, by the way, Keyshawn Vaughn, how you doing? Like he just what's up, he, brother? He rolled and threw Keyshawn Vaughn about six and a half yards across the field. It's not often that the word enveloped mm-hmm. is used appropriately, but Jordan Davis enveloped that man. There were there were there was like a half a second that if you had frozen time and you had done like a biometric scan searching for Keyshawn Vaughn's body, you wouldn't have found it. It like it didn't exist for for like a half a second of time because it he became part of Jordan Davis. And, and then, then Jordan and Davis then Jordan the only- like expelled him like a like an antibody fighting a virus. Like the just, only reason Keyshawn Vaughn is still alive is because Jordan Davis willingly uh, uh, recreated him back into existence. His system rejected the the foreign the foreign substance that had been yes that had become a part of it. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you coming off of you know Vandy, it's a lot of play calling. Vandy they they didn't have a quarterback. They didn't throw the ball more than six yards down the field the entire game. Uh, but but you you you're coming out with a, a lot of love for Aziz and so i just yeah. maybe i'll ask you what what is the state of the UGA pass rush in your estimation now 112th of the way through the regular season 115th of the way through the the college football season uh where are we at in terms of this pass rush compared to where we hoped we'd be where we thought we were where we might have been going into the game. Um, well, I said last podcast, it was if I'm nitpicking, it's the havoc plays from the D line. Uh, and so it's pass rush. But I, the more I watched the game, the more I came away realizing, Daniel, um, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of passing by Vanderbilt. We did they did no. a lot of short stuff. A lot of stupid screen stuff. There wasn't the pass. Uh, a lot of rollouts or Keyshawn Vaughn sneaking out of the backfield, doing rub routes with four different receivers. All of that was there. And we still got after and got close and was breathing on him. Uh, I think as this team ramps up, uh, we're going to find a lot of guys getting run and a lot of good pressure. I, I'm actually – my confidence index of the defense all around is skyrocketing. Um and you didn't ask me this because you're talking about pass rush, but this is corollary. Uh, you see Tyson Campbell get his helmet in on a couple of tackles this game, Daniel. I rewatched I that, and I watched a DB say, "I'll, I'll come hit." I did, I did. I saw him miss one. He but, did, but, um, but yeah, he was, he was, he was definitely in on some of those tackles, uh, which is good to see. It is. It's great to see. He's known known more for his speed, but um, yeah, we gotta have we gotta have wide receivers that can block. We have corners that that can tackle. That's what yep. that's what Kirby wants. So, um, um, well, let's switch to the offensive side of the ball, Clint. Because I'll be I'll just I'll be damned if I didn't say on Monday's show that one of my new favorite offensive players was Kiaris Jackson. I mean, did I say that on the show? It's like... Those were the exact words. And Daniel, why, why you gotta do a man dirty like that and jinx I him? I don't... I do not know. I am I am like the human form of the Madden cover. That's what I am. Uh, apparently being talked about by me is um, some sort of an, of, of an omen. Uh, you need well, to like sacri- least... sacrifice a goat if you hear me talking about you on the uh, on the podcast or something. Because uh, at least you now know why nobody wants you to be their friend. That's, I I thought it was many other reasons, uh, but they could be related as well. Uh, Kiaris Jackson out three to four weeks. If you know, obviously these next two weeks don't matter at all. You know, the timeline, at least the initial timeline, doesn't seem hopeful for Notre Dame. Uh, which is a shame because he he was obviously going to factor heavily. And we talked about all the reasons why. I called him the new Terry Godwin, which I still fundamentally believe that he is. 
and and will be when he comes back from this injury. Um, uh, but but in the meantime, uh, Kirby was asked um, about players that were carrying some more of the load in his absence, and uh, Dominic Blaylock. Hello. Uh, getting a lot of discussion. Um, we all know your boy Jorge Pickens, um, who was going to catch, I think I heard he was going to catch like 40, 40 balls this year for like 1,100 yards. and uh, That was a thing. Okay. Well, that shouldn't he, have been. He's uh, he's forty short of that so far. So <sighs> gonna need to get moving. Um, uh, we think Jorge is gonna be just fine. We said that on Monday. Uh, but the other five star freshman wide receiver, because there's more than one that we brought in. That's always fun to say. Uh, the other, it's like it's like the blue light special, Daniel. If you remember back to the blue light special. At Walmart, it's like Kirby mm-hmm. hit it at the right time and just it's... supermarket sweeped by putting his right arm out there and running down, throwing all items into the cart. There's not there's not ten people listening to this podcast that ha- that know that have ever seen the show Supermarket Sweep, and you are all worse off for it. Like, let me just let me just tell you this right now: you get on the YouTube's. I guarantee you there's episodes of Supermarket Sweep on YouTube. Go watch it. Go watch yourself. Some, this is the greatest game show to ever be, ever, ever, ever be. Um, yeah, Dominic Blaylock, um, seeming like he's going to have a bit more of a of a role on this team. Not going to be the. I don't think he's going to be the physical blocker uh, that Kiaris Jackson was, but or is. Uh, but more Blaylock involved in the offense is just that's just more potential for big plays. I mean, this is a guy that can go after it and can go out and and get it and run by you and run around you and catch balls over the top of you and uh, yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm yeah, here for it. Give I me am all, as well. Give me all the you know between Simmons and Pickens and. Cager and Landers on the outside, and Blaylock and D. Rob and James Cook in the slot. There's just it's embarrassing. There is no way. This is this is what defensive coordinators uh, hate most. You ask any defensive coordinator, ask anyone. This is Bill Belichick has made an entire career on one philosophy of defense. Okay. Bill Belichick has said, I'm going to win a lot of Super Bowls by taking your best player and making sure he does not beat us. And I'm going to make mm-hmm. all inferior players beat us. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's a beautiful system. Who's that Who's that player? Who are the uh, inferior players, Clint? Who's, who's that going to be? Oh, you want to take away Cook? Go right ahead. Uh, I got a dude on the other side of the ball. That's fine. You want to load the box against DeAndre? That's okay. Go for it. You want to try to take him out? That's, that's all right. I mean, I mean, first of all, DeAndre Swift is our best offensive player. Uh, I dare you to try to stop him. First of all, so like, there's there's one thing. It's like you may want to take away our best player, but guess what? There's five extremely large and extremely angry men standing in front of him that are not going to let you take him away because their whole job is to make sure you can't take him away. And they're bigger and stronger and smarter and better at football than you. And so, sorry about that. Your your best skill set, they, they pick their teeth better than you at your best skill set. That's terrifying. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about the wideouts. Um, yeah. I'm excited about... Yeah, I just there's no – and we have a quarterback, we have a system of offense, and we have a quarterback that makes it where all we need is is playmakers at every position because one of them is going to be available and open, and, and Jake's going to get that person the ball. 
Like we don't yep. run an offense where we try to force feed Julio Jones seven times in a row or whatever. Like we don't run an offense where, um, you know, we have one or two guys, as you were saying. Uh, and we have a quarterback that's perfectly suited to just take what the defense gives them. And it turns out what the defense gives you is always going to be an elite athlete, it seems like, now on this Georgia team. Correct. Which has not always been the case in years past. I don't have to remind you. I don't think. No. Nope. Um, what else, Clint? Anything else from this Georgia team as you think back or look ahead? Uh, look, if you, uh, I hope you listen to the PSA announcement that Daniel gave us. It was aptly put. Might I, might I again commend you for your harsh but but stern but loving tone, Daniel. I, hope, I appreciate that. But fair. I just but, I try no, to be. Oh, I try to be fair. Absolutely fair. It was nothing if not fair. Um, I just want to remind everybody, uh, please, oh please. Wait until week four. And if after week four, if all of your unfounded, completely lacking in evidence takes are true against Notre Dame, then please continue to say them. Uh, but if not, uh, I, I justify you, uh, don't ever talk again. <laughs> you just harsh but fair. You know, like that's what we try to be. Just I'm just, I'm just following your example, Daniel. Just... Never move to a monastery, take a vow of silence, and never speak another word for the rest of your life. That's all we're asking you to do. That's all we're asking. That's all we're asking. Uh, no, Daniel, I think uh, I think I'm excited for locks. I don't know if you know, Daniel. Do you know what we went last week? Oh, we've got um, we we've got a some defending to do uh because we've we've set a bar that's that's up dare i say above our heads daniel i i know again i said last week i'll say again this week maybe maybe this is just we're gonna keep rolling i am 10 and 0 daniel i have given out 10 stone cold locks and they have all cashed 10 and 0 10 and 0 that's unbelievable, Clint. That's unbelievable, D- Daniel. I mean, not I, not to be outdone. You're over here with only three losses from last week. That's it. Mm, two. I count. I count two. You, oh, well, oh, oh. You know what? I was counting our uh, Vaughn bet. How many yards? Oh, Keyshawn right. Vaughn have. So yeah, okay. I need to take that out. I need to take that out. Uh, yeah, I count two. You had. We had Cincy and UCLA. Uh, that uh, Cincy went ahead and, and pulled that one out. Uh, and then the heart-breaking under for half a point, half a Oki Houston heart-breaking last-minute touchdown that Daniel lost the under by half a point. Yeah, uh, but so people, I'm seven and two on the year. I'm seven and two, seventeen and two. People, if you just decided I'm going to follow Daniel and Clint everywhere they go, which by the way, caution, 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 just. Giant flashing red lights of caution. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't advise no. that. But no. if you had taken our gambling advice, there we you go. would just place a simple wager, seventeen and two, over over two weeks. So here we are in what is week two of the season. Um, uh, Clint, we 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 should start uh, where we always start with the. University of Georgia. Um, uh-huh. uh, we play Murray State, the aforementioned Murray State. Uh, what do you have the line at on UGA Murray State? Were you to go out and place a wager on the dogs? Uh, it's moved a little bit, hasn't it? Did, it? did it get the hook off? I I had it pulled up, but then but I didn't really notice. Is it? Is it forty nine even? Forty nine. Yeah, it might. It might be forty nine even. Um, the Murray State Fighting uh, Red Gophers of Murray State. I think that's uh, it. 
uh, yep, the the Fighting Red Gophers of Murray State. No, I have no idea what they are. Uh, no, it's uh, still 49 and a half. It's 49 and a half. Okay. Uh, I thought the hook came off. 49 and a half is the line that uh, we have to cover. Uh, Daniel, do you have a lock in this game? You couldn't. There's, there's absolutely no way I would bet this game if my life depended on it. So that's a no. No. Uh, a no. no. If you are betting this game... If you have money on this game, on any side, I just do we need to play the do we need to play the moment for us music again? While you we need to get another <laughs> PSA out, announcement going on because you need help in a bad way. Like see something, say something right yeah. now. Yeah, don't don't bet Georgia minus forty nine and a half. Okay. Don't you don't do it. you don't need that kind of stress in your life, man. No. You don't need no. that. Um, uh. But Daniel, we got some we got some locks. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven locks to give out. How many you got? Well, I heard you were bringing seven, so I've got eight. So Daniel said, "I'm gonna one up him." I got eight, uh, I got eight locks. Da- Daniel, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start in the state of Georgia. Do that. Um, Do that. And I'm gonna go to the awful wreck that is Georgia Tech. The flats. Uh, the flats. Going down to the flats. Going down the flats, not the flat tires on the wreck, although they are there, but the flats of Georgia. And they're playing uh, University of Southern Florida. Uh, South, South Florida. South Florida, South Florida, I believe it is. South Florida, yep, it is. Uh, these two teams are awful teams, Daniel. Just putrid. Uh, so I don't need to know what the under total was. I'm taking it no matter what. It just, it just so mm. happens the under is 62 that's 62. That's a lot of points for South Florida Georgia Tech. Give me the under uh and lock it up. Yeah, I don't hate that. I almost made that bet. I really did. Um Let me tell you the one thing that stopped. I do have a lock in this game though. Okay. So I will I'll just jump into it right now. Uh we are not in we are not in lock uh unison here. Because, but I don't hate your pick. I, I do like it. The one thing that stopped me from taking the under is South Florida. I don't know if you know who they played last week. They played you know, Wisconsin, and they got destroyed. They got rippled a little bit. By Wisconsin. Now, they didn't score at all against Wisconsin, not, which is not Terry a point. Which is great for your under. Okay. Georgia Tech's defense looked a little feisty against Clemson. Yes, they did. Right? Um, I, but do you, I don't really trust Georgia Tech's defense. Uh, so I, I'm not going to put a ton of stock into that. What I did see from South Florida was um, Jonathan Taylor and Wisconsin ran the ball for about 792 yards against them. Uh, South Florida does not look like they are able to stop the run whatsoever. Now let me ask you a quick question, Clint. Um, can Georgia Tech throw the ball? Do they have a player on their team capable of throwing the ball? Like even physically, do they have a player whose arm moves in that direction? I argue no, they do not. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think it's illegal. I think they, they immediately point you to the door and say, kindly leave. They they claim that they're getting out of the triple option. Their quarterback ran the ball fourteen times. He was that's more than any other player on their team. It sounds like the opposite direction. <laughs> that's that sounds an awful lot like Paul Johnson was just cackling to himself watching this game on TV. If Paul Johnson owns a TV, which I highly doubt. That he does. Absolutely not. He is he is still coon hunting out there right now. He has treed himself a raccoon and he's not getting he's not leaving until that thing is down. Uh Georgia Tech is gonna run the ball. Yeah. And South Florida cannot stop the run. So while I like the under, I like Georgia Tech minus six even more. I think Georgia Tech I think Georgia Tech's gonna put a whooping on South Florida because I think South Florida is truly Terrible. So give me Georgia Tech minus six for my first lock. Uh, Daniel, I'm going back to the well from last year. And I could be foolish. I could be stupid. I don't even know what's going on. I have no idea who these two teams are. But 
<laughs> but I saw these two teams were playing each other. I saw the point total. Michigan and Army. Army is getting 22 and a hook. You couldn't you couldn't put a gun to my head and have me name two players on Army's team. Okay. I have no idea. But twenty-two and a half against Michigan that didn't look quite impressive. They looked okay. They did not look uh dominant by any stretch of the imagination. Uh they looked good. Uh Army's getting twenty two and a half. Uh give me give me Army. Um Fool me once, Clint. <laughs> Um, you've been down this road, Daniel. You've danced with this lady before. I have. Um, Army has a Army has a ten game winning streak, I believe. Hello, Army's sitting on a ten game winning streak. Uh, and they're catching twenty two and a half points. Look, I know it's Michigan, but uh, give me Army. There we go. G- give me Army. There we, you go. We we are in unison with this pick. Of course, I'm going to take Army. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hitch my wagon to Shea Patterson like some idiot who, would. Who would do that? Some moron in a season win total bet, maybe a conference championship title bet. What moron would do that? Uh, give me Army. Um, the. The Knights are going to get it done. They're going to find a way to keep this close, to keep it ugly. They're yep. going to run the option. The clock's going to be moving. Yep. Michigan, at the end of the day, wants to say they have this dynamic, explosive offense now. But but when all's said and done, when their backs are against the wall, they're going to divert. They're going to divert right back to good old Jim Harbaugh, Michigan. They're going to be running the ball. Uh, the clock's going to be moving. It's gonna be hard to cover twenty three points, a lot of points. in a ga- in a game like this. So give me army, absolutely. Uh, for Damn. my next bet, oh yeah, Clint. Um, listen, we don't. I'm tired of all. I'm tired of scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Let's go to some marquee games. There's some big games this weekend. I'm we got ready. LSU, Texas, A and M, Clemson. I'm I'm ready. I got locks in both, Clint. I do I'll as just, well, Daniel. All right. Let's, where do you want to start? I'll let you wanna, decide where we LS, go. LSU, Texas. LSU, Texas. This game's at Texas. I, I thought until like a day ago this game was at a neutral site. I did not nope. know that this game was at Texas. Um, does it scare me off my LSU minus five bet? No, it does not because I'm taking it. Give me LSU. You can have the points. I will take Joe Burrow. Uh, just just salty Joe Burrow. Um, simply, simply put, Texas is garbage. They're overrated pile of steaming garbage. I don't care about. Um, I don't care about what's his face's record as an underdog. Uh, Tom Herman. I don't care about how many strip clubs Tom Herman takes his players to before the game. I don't care about any of the other things surrounding this game. All I care about is the fact that LSU is a better team. And LSU seems like they, they're they coming out early in this year with some things to prove. And so give me LSU. I'm just going to ride that feeling I'm gonna take LSU and I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give you the points. LSU minus five at Texas. Lock it up. I couldn't agree more, Daniel. LSU five and a half. You have your points. You take your beef brisket. You take your ugly orange and your stupidity. I don't That's need right. it. You know what I need? I need I don't know what happened to Joe Burrow during the offseason. But somebody says something about his mama. Somebody somebody made him mad along the way, like Cade Mays mad, because he went in. Nay, it was like the story of 300. That that kid went out to the forest, a child. He came back a man. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe Burrow is playing lights out, and uh, he looked all the part. Give me LSU uh, to trounce Texas and shut them up. Go Tiger. Go Tiger. Um, speaking of go Tiger, the other Tigers, the yes. Clemson Tigers, playing yes. Texas A&M. Um, uh, Full disclosure, I bet on this game like six months ago. 
because I felt so good about it. And I still feel good about it today, Clint. Give me Texas A&M plus the points. I'm seeing it at 18 right now. Hello. So shop around. See what you can get. I'm seeing it at Texas A&M plus 18 points. Listen. 18 is too many daggone points. Kevin Sumlin is not the coach of Texas A&M anymore, people. Alert. Alert. Kevin Sumlin is drunk in an alley somewhere in Phoenix. But, or Tucson, or whatever the city. He, he might be in Phoenix, even though the University of Arizona is in Tucson. <laughs> He's no longer the coach of, of Texas A&M. Alert, people. Jimbo Fisher is no longer the coach of Florida State. What happened down? What happened? See, what what happened? What had happened in Florida State was they said those people are no longer at those jobs. Now Jimbo Fisher is the coach of Texas A&M. Trevor Lawrence is going to look better than he looked against Georgia Tech. He looked average and pedestrian. He's not average and pedestrian, so he's going to look better than he did. But I do not trust Clemson's defense, Clint. I don't. I'm just going to say it because somebody has to. They lost everybody. I don't trust the defensive line for Clemson. And therefore, 18 18 points is too many daggum points. So give me Texas A&M. Daniel, I feel a little bit like Peyton Manning. And it's not often that I can say that in life. Uh, but I feel like Peyton Manning in the commercial where he's asking, are, are you stealing my playbook? Because I am all about A&M and the points you hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, A&M's mm-hmm. on the road. I don't, know, I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. They're, we, they're mm-hmm. on we just the took two road teams in the two big games of the weekend. Well, one of them's catching 18 points. We don't need Texas A&M to win. No. I don't think either of us are predicting that Texas A&M will win no. this game. No. Uh, but... Give me, 18 points. give me an A&M. Eight, that's way too many points. These are this is these are good teams. Okay, Kelly Mond. I, I don't know what is in the water at A&M. I don't know what the Aggies are juicing them up, but keep at it because he's he's playing lights out. Uh, Daniel, where, I'm going. Where are you going to go next? I'm going to stick in the SEC with a team we just played. Daniel, I I got all the love and respect for Vandy. Okay. Not for not for their geriatrics department that let them out of the hospital to come to the football game. Not for that. Uh, but for the actual team on the field, they are feisty. They are catching seven points. It was eight points. It's gotten bet down. I don't feel good about the seven. Okay? The seven is a bad, bad feeling. I got them at eight, but since we're here and the point total is down. But I'm still taking them because I'm sticking with my guns. Give me Vandy plus seven. I cannot. They're playing Purdue just to be cl- just in case you're We're, listening to this podcast and they, you don't have the games pulled up in front of you. Did they look good against Nevada? No, that Purdue Nevada game ended in a fashion I don't know that I've ever seen a football game end in just absolute chaos on the field. Beautiful to watch. Uh, Purdue did not look good against Nevada, and I do not think Purdue is a good team. And I could definitely imagine. Vanderbilt winning this football game. So I do not hate this bet. But man, I do not trust Vanderbilt. I do not think they're good. And so <clears throat> now I think Purdue could be horrifying. I think Purdue could be absolutely awful. But I don't think Vandy's good, so I'm going to stay away from this game. Good on you for like you have a lot more respect for Vanderbilt. Um I just T's and P's for the two old guys that were sitting in front of us if Vandy loses this game and starts the season 0-2. Because I cannot, I just cannot imagine how Mert, salty how salty they're going to be. Mert and Hal are going to be real mad if they lose. Mert. <laughs> Mert. The guy's name was 100% Mert. There's no way. There's no way it could have been anything else. Uh, Clint, I'm going to stay... Um, Two teams that um, in their first game made quite an impression on us. I'm going to go mm. back to – I. this is all about – I didn't watch every college football game, right? So this is all about 
trying to take the information I did take in last week and use it to make bets. This, this is all you can do. So, so these are two teams that I, I feel like I know something about now. Okay? Um, the two teams are Miami and North Carolina. Yeah, two, you te- two teams that made quite an impression last week. Now, Miami is traveling to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Uh-huh. Where they will, well, they will square off against Mac Brown, and the undefeated North Carolina Tar Heels. You said that right. Uh, that's correct. I did say that. Uh, Miami's offensive line, Clint, are they good? No. Nope. No. Nope. No. 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 They're the worst. They're maybe the worst unit in all of college football. Um. What happened when everybody doubted uh, your boy, Herm, last year? What did Herm, what did Herm go on to do? Herm said, old men can still coach. Come at me, bro. For all these reasons, I am fading the public. And I am taking Miami minus four and a half at North Carolina. Give me... Miami on two weeks had the week off last week yeah. to get some of their freshman offensive line situations taken care of. Who do you like more as a coach, Manny Diaz or Mac Brown? Clint, this, it's, this is this a question? This is not even close. This is no. not even close. Manny Diaz, give me Manny Diaz all day. He's on an off week to make an adjustment. North Carolina's coming down off an insanely emotional high. Uh, that they will not be able to replicate in this second game. Miami is the better team. Yeah. And so this line is absolutely uh, inflated because of North Carolina's success last week. So give me Miami, which just should be Miami minus seven. Yeah. Touchdown and sounds good. And it's right. Miami minus four and a half. So give me Miami minus four and a half. Uh, Daniel, I, I'm going to stick in Florida and team did not look good. Team looked good. That's if, if you're looking for a theme, if one of these things is like the other, Daniel and I are looking for teams that looked good against teams that did not look good. That's correct. Uh, the old Knights of central Florida, Daniel put up 62 points to Florida A&M. Now it's good. Florida A&M. I get you. I see the point. I see the raised The Rattlers. The The Rattlers. Rattlers. Uh, which, by the way, if you haven't seen the uh, the the art paperclip version of the Rattlers that Florida A and M has, it's it's Windows ninety five esque. Okay, yeah, it's uh, it's bad. It's uh, there's there's a yeah there's a little there's a there's an animated paperclip that teaches you how to copy and paste that image onto your helmet. Correct when you when you're making it correct uh they are going to play florida atlantic uh florida atlantic daniel how's how are they doing they uh they feel I mean, good about themselves they scored a few points against ohio state points. down there they did they absolutely did at the horseshoe uh, at the horseshoe was it particularly impressive how no. they did so no. no it was not particularly impressive now uh ucf is getting or giving 10 points uh, and I'm taking the Knights all the way. Give me UCF minus the 10. Brandon Wimbush looked great for UCF. Uh, hey, you get beat out somewhere. Transfer portal's there to hold you like a mother who is suckling with her child. That's what the transfer portal is like. That is not an image that I needed when it as it relates to college football players. Can we just make a pact to never use the word suckling again on this podcast? Thanks. Uh that's all. Uh, Clint, I'm going to go to another overreaction. You, North Carolina was my first overreaction special. I have a second. Mm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Um, quarterback for the Southern Cal Trojans goes down last week. Ooh. Daniels, I believe, JT Daniels. JT Daniels, and so uh, with him did Clay Helton's job. Well, Clay Helton will get fired, but it's not going to be after this week. Okay. Okay. Because 
I'm taking USC. It's what's now minus one. If you wait, you might be able to get this game at a pick them. But I'll take it at minus one. Uh, I'm taking USC minus one at home against Stanford. JT Daniels not the only quarterback that's going to miss this game, Clint. Nope. K- KJ Costello is not going to play in this game either. So Stanford doesn't have their starting quarterback. Uh, USC doesn't have their starting quarterback. Well, USC's backup quarterback, three-star true freshman. Yikes. Hello. Uh, he came in last week, and he looked serviceably decent. He was he was okay. And now he's got a whole week in the system uh, to, you know, to be acclimated. He knows he's a star. He's not being thrust into emergency uh, duty. And so I'm going to go with USC. They're, they're playing at home. They have a more talented roster around the backup quarterback. Both teams are playing with a backup quarterback. P.S. Stanford's... Uh, Best offensive lineman, Walker Little, who Georgia desperately wanted, you might recall, I do. Uh, is, is also out for this game. So Stanford is down their quarterback and their best offensive lineman going on the road to Southern Cal. Everyone, JT Daniels, the more high-profile player, but both teams lost their quarterback. So you look at the rest of the roster. Give me Southern Cal at home, minus one. If both quarter if both starting quarterbacks were playing in this game, this yeah. would be USC minus six. And so give me USC minus one with the both backups. It's not bad at all, Daniel. Really like that bet. Uh overreaction theater part twenty, apparently. Okay. Let's just it's it's week two after it's all. week two. So we we got two. all the juices flowing. We bet we're feeling good. Georgia wins. Uh, yeah, we are like, you know what? We're like a kid on his first weekend in college. Freedom is tasted, and we can't stop. Okay, yeah. So don't ask us to. That's right. Uh, I'm Maryland's like, it's like, like my kids. As soon as I give them their allowance, they like, they like take the money from me and immediately say, "Dad, what's something that costs three dollars?" Like, just tell yes. me, tell me an item. I'm now holding this money. Tell me an item. That I might that I might purchase with this item, right? Um, I am uh, I am all in on uh, what's happening to the to the Terps of Maryland. I'm all in, all in, Daniel. Uh, Put put out seventy nine points. Game one. Oh, I saw. I saw seventy nine. New head ball coach from Bama. Got some uh, real synergy in the program. SVP. All about those Terps, as he always is. Uh, they're catching two against Syracuse. Now, mm-hmm. you might say to yourself, Syracuse is the only chance to compete in the ACC. You're wrong. Uh, there is no competition in the ACC. So get mm-hmm. that out of your mind now. That's uh, true. ACC is trash. Maryland's up and coming. 79, they can score on them. I don't think they're going to have a problem keeping close. Give me Maryland plus two against Q's. This is a bet. I, I thought about locking up both sides of this bet. Could have talked yourself into either side. Which is an indication that I should probably stay away from it. So, good on you. Good luck to you. Hope you do I'm well. There. But I'm I... Um, uh, this, is a, this is what I like... To, this is not an overreaction. This is what I like to call uh, just, a, just something I learned. Okay? Also, it's what I like to call I love betting on weeknight games. So... There's there's two games on Friday, and so I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you I bet on both of them, and I'm gonna give you, you two go. for one, I'm gonna give you a two for one special. Give it to maybe, us. Maybe you parlay this on Friday. Just take both the favorites minus the points. Give me Wake Forest minus seventeen and a half Ooh. against Rice. Ooh. Um, Rice sucks, so this that's fine. Um, uh, Wake Forest is going to have a much easier time this week against Rice than they did last week. Um, and then the other game on Friday night is Boise. And Boise is only giving, at home, is only giving 10.5 to Marshall. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Boise is a good team. Okay. This is the only reason that Willie Taggart wasn't insta-fired. Because Boise is a good team. Boise is going to win nine games at least this year. Boise's got a freshman quarterback that looks good. Like very good. Like good at football. Yeah. Uh so give me Boise with what I think is way too small of a number here at ten and a half. Two Friday night games. I'll take both the favorites, minus the points. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, sprinkle a parlay in all that action. I like the Friday night parlay. It gives you a little bit more juice to go off of. There they are. We haven't steered you wrong yet. Go with us. Venture in the foyer with us a little bit more. Uh, put some bets down. Uh, and if you could, as you're listening to this podcast, do this now. Like, like again, the PSA announcement, don't be that guy for Georgia fan. Uh, don't be that James Cooley is, is a is a – sack of crap don't don't be that guy right now okay um please stop but also be be the guy or gal that is out there plugging on twitter the podcast giving us a rating giving us a review go on to itunes or android let us know how you're thinking about things feedback is always welcome we will interact with you on that uh let let dog nation know there is another podcast to listen to uh that i don't know my humble assessment may may be better than other podcasts about the dogs. No. Yeah. 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 Okay. How about this? We're a podcast about the dogs, and that's all it's, you need to know. The beauty of it is that you don't really – we don't have to be better because I, you can listen to more than one. You can. You got all the time. When your kid's um, crying at night, you go ahead and plug in those earphones on. Listen to us. If you're listening, though, one thing you can do that would really help us out – we don't ask you for a lot. Um, we are not you know, passing a hat around – asking for donations uh, for this podcast and don't don't ever intend to. Uh, one thing you can do that costs you nothing that would help us out a tremendous amount is just right now as you're listening, you can go on to whatever uh, player or app you use to listen to podcasts and you can subscribe to this podcast so that it automatically downloads to your phone every time there's a new episode. That will help you. And that will also help us a tremendous amount. So you could do that for us. Like Clint said, you can also leave us a rating or a review. Um, uh, you can leave us your feedback at Dogs Podcast on Twitter at uh, TalkingDogsPod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email uh, and let us know your thoughts. That way, you can always do that. Uh, enjoy the Murray State game. Uh-huh. I know I know for a lot of for a lot of you dog fans it'll be your first time seeing the dogs in person. Uh enjoy the game, enjoy the classic city if you're going to be there. Enjoy the Saturday at home on the couch if that's where you're going to be. Uh hopefully we'll have lots of good things to talk about and no injuries to talk about uh on Monday's show, but regardless we will be back here on Monday with another episode. And we will talk to you guys then. See ya.